This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. AM570, an LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. Okay, we continue on. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Two hours, the sprint today. We're off at two. Somebody's winning a Pro Flowers gift card. Got to get that away before we get off the air. Also, uh, looking for a listener haiku to pay honor and tribute to Vic. So if you've got the haiku, 866-987-2570. Vic is doing better. That we can say. Vic is doing better. And uh, as soon as he's well enough and feels good enough to come on, he will. But in his stead, we are asking you to supply the haiku, and you've done such an incredible job. The haikus have really been good. They have. They really have. People are putting some thought into it, especially yesterday. Uh, I forget who it was. But he wrote his own, right? And, Mike, and I really, think. Yeah. Wrote his own and did some research and had the formula, and uh, it was pretty good. It's been they, They've been great, Fred. They have been. So uh, if you'd like to contribute the haiku, 866 987 2570, we invite you to do so. And Adam Austin will jump on bottom of the hour, the Saltier, the uh, host of Clipper Countdown, the halftime show, the post-game show, but more importantly, our insider, our NBA insider. We'll talk about what happened last night at the Crypt with the Lakers. All right, so yesterday, we we just wondered this out loud, Carlos Correa. Now, he is going to be uh, a highly sought-after free agent. And according to two people, John Heyman and Ken Rosenthal, the Dodgers are sniffing around. They're not just turning their back. They're sniffing around and possibly considering him joining the team. So we asked this question yesterday. Could you root for a guy that you believed could help you win if you had previously despised him? So you despise the guy, but if he becomes your guy and he can make a difference, would you want him on your team? So now we kicked that around in the first hour yesterday, and Rodney Mm -hmm. pondered it. Pondered. Thought about it. Thought about it. And said, uh, you know what? Yeah, I think so. Maybe, yeah. If this guy can help put you over the hump, if this guy can make a difference, even though you despised him, when he's your guy and he's winning, it's a different story. Okay. So then we let that settle for a while. (laughs) <laughs> we came back and we then asked the question to the listeners at 1.30. We talked about it earlier. What do you think? It was a resounding no. Absolutely not. You do not want Carlos Correa. At which point. It was a, it was a hell no, Fred. Yeah, we got a number was. hell no's. It was during that <laughs> that segment that Rodney raised his hand and said, I got to tell you something. I've reconsidered my previous thought. Yes. Now, that all happened. I reserved the right. Right? (laughs) 
So what happened was, and I hope you check out our YouTube page or you check the station's Instagram page or our Twitter page, because Everyday Internet Matt takes a segment of the show and he puts it up. And we found out today a lot of people are starting to find it and watch it and listen to it, and we appreciate it. All right. So the part that Internet Matt puts up, which I then make a story on Instagram, was the part where you said, yeah, you know, maybe. It was before you had reversed your decision. Mm-hmm. It was the initial conversation that went up. Mm-hmm. So I want you to now take a moment because people thought that you had some sort of mental disorder to even suggest anything like that. <laughs> I mean, I, the vitriol that I read in the comments, I thought, whoa, whoa. First, he reconsidered it, but second, I don't even know if that was necessary. What was said after you were just kind of pondering the thought? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a it's a legitimate tough decision. It really is cuz he is a he is a tremendous talent. He is a very very good player both uh defensively and offensively. Um and and when I you know, cuz I I kind of can well, I have to. I I speak out of both being a player and also now as a fan, so that 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 in lies where my con- conflict was, Fred. Because me as the player, look at it like, hey, did he did he did he kill anybody? Did he rob anybody? Did he? I mean, okay, can he help us win? Will he make us considerably better? Yeah, I want him on my team then. I want him on my can can he help us win a title? Can he be a big factor in helping us win a title? That's where I initially first looked at it. And in that regards, I'm saying if we can't re-sign Trey, um Yeah, why not? But then I put my hat I took my fan hat on, Fred, and my fan hat was kinda of along the lines of the people of hell no. Right. So now you've oh. reversed to hell no. No, I'm not quite at hell no. You're no. I'm just now at no. Okay, you're a no. So since you're a no on that, let me ask you this. Since yeah. Justin Verlander declined, he opted out. He's available. He's available right now. Would you sign Justin Verlander? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, incredible year. But he, he was it. part of that. He was part of that. He didn't, well, he benefited because he was on the team. But in terms of hitting, he didn't benefit like Correa. Here's the problem with Correa and, and that situation is there was no remorse. There was no, you know, what we did was wrong. I know it. We all got caught up into it. We were, we were trying to get an edge. We found we thought we found a way to get that edge. Um, and, yeah, it, it probably crossed the line of, of the letter of the law or, or a letter of the rule book. He had said that. 
it would have been okay. I, okay, we get it. He got caught up in the moment. The whole team's doing it. So, and it's and it's helping us. I don't know what. Geez, if if I'm honest, and if all of the MLB players are honest, if if this is a edge that you got in your clubhouse, um, that you can you can get the pitches if you're a player. The percentage of players that say no, I don't want them, is a very small one. If you know it, now some people could because it's a, it, you know, there's a there's a a percentage of it being wrong or you not being correct, and if it, that percentage is high, it's like, oh well, we got it. Probably it's about a seventy thirty split that we can get the signs, or I have the signs right. That may be too much of a that thirty percent may be too high. I don't want them. But if you're looking at it, it's like ninety percent. We're gonna get the signs. I got the signs. I don't know what player's not going to take that and turn down. Yeah, let me know. I, I just don't if, if if players are being honest with themselves. But the fact that he didn't show any remorse made it made him public enemy number two or one. One one a and how you look at Al Tuve and him. Yeah. Yes, you know. So I look at him different than I do, uh, say Justin Verlander, um, who yes was on that team. Uh, benefited because they won, but not directly like Carlos Correa did. Um, so I, I, I don't put him in the same light. Had, had, again, had Correa showed remorse and, hey, hey, man, instead of being an ass about it, you know, and attacking, uh, they, they had, he, he had a war of words with Cody Bellinger, I think, at a period of time, um, then that made it worse for him. I think it made it worse for a lot of the fans, too, when it comes to him to put his face on all of that because we don't look at some of the other guys that were on that team um, same way we do Altuve and, and Correa. Well, the Dodgers will have a chance to sign him. He's a free agent. And we'll no, get- we don't want him, Fred. Hell with that guy. No, that'll be too. You know what? And we'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, we'll give everybody a chance to talk about that tomorrow. Look, look, if... if- if it's in the same, like it's same numbers wise as as a Dansby Swanson, I, all things being equal, I take Dansby, Dansby Swanson. Right, but now we're talking about Verlander, and you would take him. Yeah, I would take Verlander. Yeah. Okay, I think five o'clock. If I'm wrong, I'm sure Kevin will point it out. And he starts laughing. I think five o'clock. You wait, wait, wait. Would you not take Verlander, or you want you don't want anything to do with any of those guys? I have to think about it. No, you can't. No, think I have about to think it. about it for tomorrow. You, no. Give me what your answer is in your gut today. My as gut we're today on it. Okay, but I reserve the right to change my mind tomorrow. Of course. My gut today is no. Your gut today is no. My gut today is no. No, I I get to think about gut, it. Is that gut today? No on. Him being an Astro, being a part of that team, it cheated, or is it gut on? He's up there, and he's not going to have the same season he just had, and it's not worth it to sign a uh, a big money deal to Verlander because his age and how much left did he have in the tank? Which one is? Is it because he's public enemy? They're they're the public enemy number one in baseball. Yeah, I would say the the initial part of my gut is he was there, and that still stings if you're a Dodger fan. No. A small part of my gut is reserved for he's getting up there and the last thing you need is another guy you're going to spend a lot of money for who's going to break down. He had a great year, but, you know, was that an aberration as he gets older? I don't know. Now, I can we'll discuss it tomorrow and I reserve the right to change. 
Because you got okay. to change. So I can yes, I get that course. right for tomorrow. Of course, of course. Uh, so you're initially you're but just be clear, you're you're saying today you're saying no no to Verlander. I'm saying no right now. Okay. Right now I'm saying no. All right. Okay. Is five o'clock the time we find out if Justin Turner is picked up? Five o'clock Eastern, Fred. So two o'clock. Oh. So as we're getting off the air, that will be the deadline for the Dodgers to determine whether or not they will pick up the option on Justin Turner. All right, so let's keep an eye out because they obviously know if they're going to do it. Correct. I mean, it's not they're not going to wait yeah. till one fifty nine Pacific time. They and go, may. Oh I man, we got to so. make a decision here. Yeah, but so. it's one twenty one now. Why would? Why are you waiting anyway? Right now, why are you waiting? If you know, do it. Right. But I am. Uh, I'm keeping my eyes open and I'm monitoring it to see what happens. All right. So if it happens before we get off the air, we'll be the guys to tell you about it. Uh, you know, Vic is off and uh, feeling better. As soon as he's able, he'll come on and talk to everybody. He knows everyone misses him, misses him and loves him. But in his stead, we have asked our listeners to provide a haiku, and they've been fantastic. Daryl in Highland Park has called in to supply today's haiku. Daryl, how are you? Fantastic. I love it. I love that attitude. Now, Dar- now. Daryl, have you put a lot of thought into this, or is this just coming off the top of your head? I want you to know, Fred, that I did not make this up. I actually... <laughs> Where'd you get it? I said I didn't make it up. I wrote it. Okay. Oh, okay. You wrote it. Very good. So this is... Uh, this is an, yours. An original... Original it is, haiku. and it's dedicated to it's dedicated to Vic. Okay, before we get to it, let's have a retro haiku by Vic. There is no end to learning. When we feel that we have learned everything, it means that we have learned nothing. I'm feeling you. The great Confucius. I thought Confucius always brought it, by the way. Confucius was a little confusing on that one. No, no, I, th- I didn't think so. I pretty much got Confucius. I thought he did a good job on that one. All right. So that was our retro haiku. And now, uh, Daryl, you want the music? We'll bring you on just like we do, Vic. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Let's go, Ronnie. And now with the daily haiku... We welcome on Daryl from Highland Park. And Daryl, good afternoon. I am having the greatest afternoon ever because I am on your show and talking to you. Having the time uh. of his life. Well, that's very kind. Very kind, Daryl. Thank you. You want to say hello to Rodney, Kevin, and Ronnie? Rodney, Kevin, and Ronnie, you are the greatest. I love you all. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thanks, Daryl. I'm feeling you. Hey, D. <laughs> Thanks, <Right> D. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Daryl. Let her rip. Here we go. The Brick is his name. Our shaman, Dick Tori. Bring enlightenment. I'm feeling you. <laughs> Wow. Here, here was the issue. Here was the issue. Uh, it kind of broke up a little bit, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of broke up uh, a little bit. So, Daryl, we got to yeah, go again. Back. We got to hear the whole thing. Yeah, broke up. Okay. Stay on, stay on the mic. Here we go. I'm on the mic. Let's go. Okay. 
the brick is his name. Our shaman, Victoria, brings enlightenment. I'm feeling you! Feeling you! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Darryl, Solid. Great. Yeah. Solid. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, Solid. Okay. Great job. KD. Yeah. And uh, nice job with the feeling you. You really brought yeah, that home. You, you brought it home at the end. But I am. So I'm good. always feeling you. There you go. <laughs> All right. Charming. All right. Charming. Daryl, thanks for listening every day. We appreciate it. And I know that meant a lot to Vic. You have a good day. I will. And I want you two to stay safe and always be healthy. Back at you, you. Daryl. Thank you. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Hey, we do want to stay safe and we do want to be healthy. But if something happens to us, we need an attorney. And we need the best attorney. And the best attorney is our attorney. Jacob and Ronnie. Accident or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. Lighting up the headlines right now, guys, is this piece that Chris Haynes from TNT and Bleacher Report just released, I'd say about 10, 15 minutes ago, talking about the Lakers. A couple of different factoids in here uh, we'll pick your brain on. So he says, question is often discussed in Lakers headquarters is whether or not they should go all in on revamping the roster around LeBron and Anthony Davis or if they should just wait until the offseason Wait until Russell Westbrook's contract is up and make a run at this next year. Now, Haynes says his sources tell him LeBron does not want to waste a season waiting around for them to be mediocre this year so they can free up money and they can come back make another run at it in 2023 and 2024. He says LeBron and many other core players on the roster would like those picks, those 2027-2029 picks to be used this year to try to improve the team. Chris Haynes' source is also saying that it's not universally believed inside the Laker building that the Miles Turner Buddy Heel trade would actually move the needle and make much of a difference on the roster. Now, we had the Howard Beck report from a couple of days ago when he said sources told him the Lakers are holding out hope for one player in particular. I don't know if this is the same player, but Chris Haynes did say that Bradley Beal is someone that is on the Lakers' radar, someone that they are very interested in. The problem is Bradley Beal at this point would have to request a trade from Washington. That'd be the only way the Lakers would be able to acquire, uh, acquire him. As far as Russell Westbrook goes, they say he's thriving in his six-man role, and the Lakers are actually fielding calls. People are calling them about his availability, but talks are not serious at this moment in time. He also downplayed the rumors and reports that the Lakers might be considering trading Anthony Davis. His sources tell him that is not currently on the table at the moment. Ah, uh, boy, it's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack yeah. from Chris Haynes, yeah. just now released. And, and you know, I'll start with this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what does that mean, Fred? What it means is this. Uh, LeBron wants somebody that can come in here and help him win out. Yeah, we know that. Not a surprise. That's how we got into this predicament. That's how we welcomed Russell Westbrook. I want who I want, and I want him now, and I want to win. I don't blame him at his age. Not like he's got a lot of time left, and he might be out. We haven't got an update on his injury. So that makes sense. Uh, he's always saying, I want to win now. Okay. They tried. Didn't work. Should they blow up the whole thing? Probably, yeah. They probably should. Uh, but the they won't thing? now. Yeah. I t- look. <laughs> They're a disaster. Well, who are you going to trade for? No doubt. Who are you going to trade? That's my only question. We're waiting for one guy. Who's the magic bullet? Who is it? If it's Bradley Beal, I don't think that's likely. So, okay. I could be waiting for a while for that one. 
What I'm saying is, who is the magic man? Where is he? And when he comes here, is that it? They go from two and nine and suddenly win 35 straight games? Where is that guy? That guy doesn't exist. The guy does not exist. And the that guy is. doesn't exist because the roster is constructed incorrect incorrectly. So it doesn't matter. It, it just doesn't. Should they yeah. trade Westbrook? It, it doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. And if LeBron is out, forget it. I mean, if he's in, forget it. But if he's out, you can really forget it. So... That was great stuff by Chris Haynes, but I don't think there's an answer to it, Rod. Great stuff, and there's not an answer to it. And one guy is not going to to fix this. This is a multiplayer deal that has to come in because I don't think there's one guy that can fix the the Lakers' problem, as you mentioned, Fred. Uh, LeBron in, LeBron out. One guy is not going to move the needle to them winning the championship now. Um. So it's it's a it's a difficult difficult proposition. I get it. You're a player. You don't you're not nobody. I don't know any players looking. Hey, unless you're in your rookie season and you you know you're happy to be a part of it and you're gonna they're gonna rebuild around you. Yeah, but when you're 38 years old or even in your 30s, you're like I don't want to be a no part of any rebuild. What am I gonna do? I got time. Time is ticking. I don't want to be a part of that. Nobody does. So. Yeah, I don't see that happening again. One one player is not going to really come in right now and move and move this whole needle unless they get Kevin Durant. We'll be waiting a while for that one too. Exactly. Uh, that's what's lining up the headlines. Kevin's been great. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You guys want to give away Pro Flowers now? Why not? Let's do it. All right. Uh, 866-987-2570. $100 gift card to Pro Flowers. Get those flowers and give them to the person you love. Rodney, what caller number you want? Number five. Number five. And when we come back, the Saltier, Adam Austin. Let's get more into the Lakers and Clippers. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Check. That's check. Enter it now. Do it. AM570LASports.com. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much. Yes. Speaking of which, traffic. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM 570 LA Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ronnie. Throwback Thursday. Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. 
How cool is it to have Paul Stanley on the show, Fred? Oh, that was great today. Yeah. Down-to-earth guy, too. Mm-hmm. Real dude. Real dude. Want to say his dogs are still okay, though. You know, he Yes. Did. He did not do anything to his dogs. Right. The dogs are fine. Anybody yes. that was concerned, it's all good. <laughs> Uh, okay, Diego and Torrance, outstanding work, my friend. We here at AM570 LA Sports want to say thank you to all of our listeners for your support this year. A special gift to you. We are giving away $100 gift cards every day through the month of November, courtesy of our friends at Pro Flowers. You've got one, Diego. Nice job. Pro Flowers, the official florist of AM570 LA Sports. The official basketball insider. Of Rogan and Rodney, the saltier, Adam Austin. There he is. There he is. thought that was Chris Haynes. I just heard from him. Uh, Ooh, Chris you know Haynes. What? Boy, he went on a whole. He really did. And he, you know, his reporting, his reporting's always good. I didn't hear anything new. I've been saying this for weeks. Are the Lakers even sure that they can upgrade enough with a 38-year-old LeBron James and an Anthony Davis who's now closer to scoring 20 a game than he is 30 and he's always banged up to even make a run? To sacrifice your future for this season. Look, I think Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, and if you could trade Russell Westbrook and one of those first-round picks, even if you got to trade both, it does make them a lot better. But when you're in a 2-9 and hole right now, that's a lot to dig out of, and there's no guarantee how much they're going to be on the court with LeBron and Anthony Davis anyways. So you're risking your future for the fifth seed in the West, maybe? It's a lot to ask right now. The Lakers obviously are a mess. That's an understatement. But there's no easy way out of this either. It's just a series of bad decisions and the lesser of two evils that they're dealing with. What do they want to go with now? What do they want to throw at the wall? Well, what do they do? Just ride it out, Adam? Ride it out to to Russell Westbrook's contracts up this year and then uh, figure out what to do then? I mean, I think they're going to do something. Because the roster is so poorly constructed, and we knew that coming into this season without the three-point shooting, and they are historically bad now from the outside. I oh, just don't understand, man. what's Rob Palenka's philosophy? What's his approach? Know. What's his identity? Because that first season was very different than the way the team's constructed now. They had some three-point shooters. They had a couple of bigs. They had a big man next to Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. Yeah who could pick up the slack and play the five when he didn't want to, and they were tough with interior defense. Now they're a middle-of-the-pack defensive team, and they're the worst offensive team because they don't have any floor spacing because there's no shooters out there. I mean, how much better would this team be if they had Kuzma, KCP, if they still had even just Montrez Harrell, but Alex Caruso as well, who they could have kept and they just went on the cheap. I mean, they've made so many bad moves over the last couple of years. They are built like a team for a different era. It makes no sense. Yeah. Well, the concern- I, I mean, I've been saying that too, Adam. I, listen, <clears throat> LeBron's don't get off the hook on this one because he, he had his hands all over the Westbrook thing and, sure. and teams constructed too. But at the same time, I mean, like you mentioned, what is Rob Palenka doing? What is his philosophy? Because I can't tell. I don't think anybody can, can understand – what is his philosophy? How is he constructing his team? Okay, we'll give put that on LeBron. But what else can can what is Rob Lincoln doing? I don't understand. I mean, even if you're saying LeBron has a huge influence, which he does, the buck still stops with Rob because he's the one who should take the fall if things were going so poorly. But he just got a contract extension. Yeah, because he was yeah. Kobe's guy. Genie loves him. So I don't know if he can do any wrong. So right. they're a franchise that 
has been known and their identity has been about superstars and drawing in superstars and taking care of them on the back end of their careers. They want to be known for that. But right now, they can't get by in a loaded Western Conference with that philosophy anymore without adapting to the modern NBA, which they did not. I told you guys this offseason, Patrick Beverly bringing him in meant he was the best career three-point shooter on the team at about 37%. That's not good enough, especially because he's a catch-and-shoot guy. He can't create for himself, and he shot 34% last season, and the wheels seem to be falling off. I love Pat Bev, but he doesn't yeah. look the same whatsoever. No, he does not. He can't make a shot either. Let me tell you my um, concern. My concern is, and we don't know how long LeBron will be out, can I just say, Fred, earlier, was it Daryl who had the haiku? Yeah. He slapped the hell out of you when he was like, I wrote it. <laughs> well, I didn't hear him the first time. My God. I don't know why he had to get so... You heard that time. Oh, yeah. God. He went in. Yeah, he did. I could Daryl, I'm sorry. Positivity, my ass. Couldn't hear him. Here, here's my concern. We don't know how long LeBron will be out, but he's going to be out. Okay. He's already missed a game or two. So now we know he's not going to play all the games. And we know Anthony Davis cannot play an entire game because he just can't. He gets dinged up every game. At right. some point, he's on the he's on the hardwood and he and he's trying to figure out what just what just happened. These, what's hurting? These two guys take up an awful lot of money and with Russ, he'll be gone next year. But what I'm saying is, can you actually build around those two and win now? Anthony Davis was supposed to be the guy that took the torch from LeBron yep. and took the burden off of him. Right. But I'm telling you, it looks like Blake Griffin near the end with the Clippers and where he was in Detroit for a couple of seasons where all those little nagging injuries are adding up now. Even though he didn't do an ACL or an Achilles or anything that major, the little injuries have taken their toll on Anthony Davis. He's not the same athlete. He wears down from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. I mean, Avisa Zubats bodied him in that third quarter. AD got off to a decent start, and then Zubats... Looked like the better player in the second half. He was the better player than AD in the first game between these two this season. He's making, I don't know, a third of the money of Anthony Davis, and he looks like a better defender right now. And he just looks like he has more juice out there. AD looks completely worn down. And I don't know how that's going to get better when you're dealing with a lower back injury. Usually, Rodney, you, I'm sure you know about this being around guys, but once the back starts to go... It just is a ripple effect throughout the rest of the body. Oh, it, it affects everything else. You know, then you're going to see hamstrings and groins, and and then your feet are going to you know be next. You're absolutely right. Once that back and you you, you start to feel that in the back on a regular basis, it is the the beginning of a downward spiral that you don't want to be a part of. And and you're right. He is a and and on top of that, I don't know where he is mentally, Adam, because it it is he's not the same guy that. That we're, you know, we used to to watch when healthy. It's like he is a beast. Give me the ball. I want the ball. I'm gonna just everybody get out of the way. Let me go to work. It's like he's shying away from it. It doesn't look like he even. It's like he's not that aggressive. Give it to me, and I'm gonna wear you out. Well, he, and he is not that guy anymore. He went from somebody who, and we just got an update from Yovan Buha here. LeBron James has a strained left abductor and Darvin Ham just said that he's doubtful for tomorrow night's game against Sacramento day to day right now. So there's the update on LeBron. We didn't know what it was. Groin, leg, abductor. So I think you work on that machine. You know, you machine, yes. But this is somewhat Your close Fred to likes what to watch the women work out on that machine. What? Right. Fred? What? It curves? It curves. <laughs> don't. 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 
See, he talked about it last night. Someone asked him. It was a great question. I forget who it was. It might have been your guy, Dan Wojcicki. But is it similar to what he had the first year as a Laker when he felt something pop against Golden State after they got off to that good start and then all of a sudden he had all those issues the rest of the season? He said it's not that bad. But day-to-day now, in a season that looks to be a lost year, they're already 2-9. and nine. How do you get out of this hole if you're the Lakers? Even if you do make a move and you get marginally better, you're still way behind the eight ball right now. And there's way too many good teams. Look, the Utah Jazz are at the top of the Western Conference. That was one of the teams we all thought, oh, they're going to take a step back this season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead, Markinen's balling, Olenek, Colin Sexton, and Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley have welcomed those guys in, and they're kind of the band of misfits toys with a chip on their shoulder saying, oh, nobody wanted us? Well, we're going to kick your ass every night then. <laughs> so the West got even better somehow. We say that every year, but it really did. And there's a lot of young teams that don't have all these injury problems that are far ahead of the Lakers already. It, to me, it, it's I've said it a hundred times, and I just don't think they should have signed LeBron again. I think they should have gone in a different it's direction. It's the Lakers' way. I know. And, it and how do you not bring back maybe the greatest player ever? Because the greatest player ever is currently in a situation where he's 2-9. and nine. Well, let's be honest, though. LeBron isn't necessarily the problem. Staying on the court, maybe. But he's only missed one game so far. Maybe he misses tomorrow night. There was a chance to build a better team around LeBron James that would make them competitive and sustainable, and they didn't take care of that. Rodney, DeMar DeRozan, right? DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, they could have signed DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. They get DeMar. They keep Alex Caruso. Yep. I think They're things are team. looking very different. Just... Not having Russell Westbrook, I think, would be addition by subtraction in a lot of ways. There's too much of a head case there. Even with him coming off the bench and putting up better numbers now, they're still not winning. And you have to find a way to make him happy the entire time. I think Darvin Ham came into this season and said, I'm going to do what Frank Vogel couldn't. I'm going to prove right away that I can get more out of Russell Westbrook. And he is. Sure, the numbers are there, but they're not winning. Right. And Russ is still upset. <laughs> and he's still going to throw a temper tantrum here and there if they continue well, to lose like this. That. Just imagine, we're 10 games in, and we already got Darvin Ham talking about pointing the finger at the front office and saying, let's be real, look at this team. We don't have $50 million to spend. We're 10 games in, and he's already skirting some of the blame. I, that is a bad look as a new head coach there. So there's probably dysfunction behind the scenes already between him and the front office and the way this team is built. And look, we all knew it was going to be like that. But he came into the season, I believe his quote was, we're going to do something special this year. <laughs> Two and nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you, you got, you know, you're a new head coach. You got to come in and say all those positive things and try to spend it. The That's way fine. But fine. 10 games but, in, you can't turn like, around then and start talking about the roster and the way it's constructed. And hey, it's out of my hands. What more can I do? That's basically what that quote was. All right, Adam, we appreciate you coming in. And you'll be very busy Saturday. You've got uh, Brooklyn in town with the Clippers. The pregame show starts at noon here on the radio station. The Bird Bowl. Noah Eagle versus Ian Eagle. Oh, that'll be big. (laughs) Good job, Adam. Thanks. I love you guys. Okay, some final thoughts when we come back. The following is an L.A. Clippers promotion. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? The L.A. Clippers play host to Kevin Durant and the sideshow known as the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm still sitting in the seat standing. Don't miss a moment of the action this Saturday. It's Clippers Nets. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. That's what I'm here to do. Clippers Countdown begins at noon right here on AM570 LA Sports. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hogan and Rodney. Rodney Peace, an athlete. Rodney Peace, a father. Rodney Peace, an LA icon. Rodney Peace, and this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM570 LA Sports. All right, Rodney, we just got the word. The Dodgers did not did not extend a qualifying offer to Clayton Kershaw. So he is a free agent. He is free to explore. He is free. Pretty much is. Doesn't mean they won't re-sign him. Right. Same deal as last year. He's free to explore. Come back to us. Uh, Justin Turner. No word yet. And the deadline is uh, a minute and 45 seconds. So we'll be finding out pretty quick. Petros and Money will have that. By the way, there are BJ's in West Covina. If you're out and about and you want to go see the boys, they're down there in West Covina. Ronnie, good job. Thank you. Kevin, great as always. And Rodney, we'll wrap it up tomorrow. Right on. Let's go. Like in the scene, what's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say, This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.